Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. From this week, we're going to start a new series called Overcome. We have so many things to overcome. Now, if you are lazy, you want to overcome your laziness. And if you are stressed out because of so many works to do, you might want to overcome the stress or your work. But the most important thing is we need to overcome the inner uh, problems in our life. As Christians, as followers of Jesus Christ, we know that we are not perfect. We still have sinful nature. Although God has saved us by His grace, we're still in the process to become sanctified, meaning to become more like God, to become holy. So we are still in that process. Now you might think like, oh Sammy, it's June and July is coming. It's a beach time. We need to have some fun time. I understand my friend. I would love to talk about some fun things. But my friends, let me tell you. Now we are in the season of being illumined by the Word of God right? The Word of God is the double-edged sword and the word of, word of God exposes what's inside of us. But He does not leave us alone there. He wants to fix, He wants to uh, cure and heal the problems that we have in our lives so that we can see that our sins and our sinful nature is being overcome by the help, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's when the true fun begins. Not the beach, not watching Netflix, but it is by the Holy Spirit who illumines our heart and who heals our heart. So that's the prayer and hope that I have for you and me that through this summertime, we can truly see the work of God. We can truly experience the power of God enables us to uh, overcome the sinful uh, nature that we have in our lives. So today is the first session and we're going to talk about the life of Jacob. Now you might think that Jacob is in the Bible so he must be a holy person. Well, he was not. He was just like us. Probably he was worse than many of us because he was a liar. Okay, he was a liar. So his life was revolved around cunning. He was a very cunning person. And although he was continued with the Abrahamic uh, blessing, but he his life was very tough. It looks like a cunning brought curse in his life. But at the same time, we see that God, the God of truth, appeared to him and God turned everything into blessing, which is true blessing. So this is something that we also experience. Maybe you may experience some cunning in your life and you yourself are cunning and then you experience the uh, the curse because of that but God has this the power and he is the truth and he blesses us in a powerful way he changes curse into blessing okay so that's something I want us to look at together okay so let's look at the first verse today um, Genesis chapter 27 verses 35 through 36. Let's read it together. But he said, Your brother came deceitfully, and he has taken away your blessing. Esau said, Is it not rightly named Jacob? For he has cheated me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. Then he said, Have you not reserved a blessing for me? Hmm. So let me explain some context here. You know, Jacob and Esau were... Uh, brothers. And they were twin brothers, meaning they were born almost at the same time. But they were very different. 
Okay, and Isa was an outdoor person, just like a southern man. He loved to hunt outside, but Jacob was very—he was an indoor person. He was、uh, probably nerd, and you know, if if there was a video game, you know, he might be the one who played video game all day long inside. Okay, so they were very, very different. Now, when you think about the people in the Bible, you may think, oh yeah, they are in the Bible, so they must be very holy. Okay, but that is not the case. As we saw in today's verse, they were、um, they did not like each other. Okay, Esau was complaining about Jacob being a liar, and Jacob was not nice to Esau either. Okay, so let me tell you, Esau said he lied, he cheated Esau two times. Okay, what was that? The first time was this: that、e um, Esau. Was hunting just like normally he would do, and he came home. He was so hungry, but at the same time, Jacob was cooking a soup. Then Esau was saying, "Oh, give me the soup to me."、And、then Jacob said, "Oh, if you sell your birthright as the first son, I will give this meal to you." And Esau, okay, what's the matter? You know, I am, I am. Dying to death. I mean, I am starving to death. Okay, so I will sell my birthright to you and just give me that food. So that's what Jacob did. But the Bible says Esau despised his birthright. Now, birthright as a first son is very, very important, and we'll look into that in a few minutes.、Uh, but、uh, at that time, you know, Esau was Esau made that mistake. So that was the first cheating. Now, the second cheating is today's story. Now,、um, Isaac, the、uh, father of Jacob and Esau, he was about to die, and he was blind. And he, before he he died, he wanted to bless his sons, but he wanted to bless Esau because Esau was the first son. Again, the first son is the one who receives all most of the blessing on the family, so that the, the first one is the carrier of the family. Blessing. Okay, so when you look at the Exodus, you know the people when people of Israel were coming out of Egypt, you know God performed the ten great plagues, which is miracles. The last one was the death of the first sons in Egypt, and that's how they came out of the、uh, the Egypt. So death of the first son is like the curse for the family, right? It's the disconnection of. From the blessing of the family, so Egyptian experienced that, and God took the people out of Egypt. So that shows how important the first son is, the birthright is. Now Esau, Isaac was about to bless Esau, but Jacob cheated this time again with the help of his mom, and then Jacob disguised himself as. Esau, the first son, and then Jacob received all the blessings from his father. Okay, so that is the context. So this is not really fun. Look at this verse again. Esau said, "Your、uh, uh, Isaac said, your brother came deceitfully, and he has taken away your blessing, Esau's blessing." Esau said, "Is it not rightly named Jacob?" For he has cheated me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing, both birthright and blessing. Then he said, "Have you not reserved a blessing for me?" Isn't that interesting? I mean, 
I mean, you can bless as much as you can. So I'm sure that you know Isaac must have a second blessing or a third blessing for. But that is not the case. The blessing for the first son is like the 90% or 95% of all the blessing for the children. And Jacob rightly, rightfully received all those blessing. And it's too late. So there was nothing left for Esau. So how sad. It is so. As you can see in this verse, um, Esau and Jacob had a big trouble. They did not like each other. After this, Esau made determination, his decision to kill his own brother Jacob. And if I were Esau, I would understand. I mean, I would be really angry. I mean, he took away everything from me, and you know, I cannot even call him my brother. I would just kill him. That was Esau's thought. So think about this: Jacob cheated his brother two times. He lied two times. So was that a fun thing?、Uh, did God bless him right away? Well, that is not the case. Number one, Jacob's life became very bitter. So he had to run away from his own brother, but not to mention his own father and mother. So he left family. And then he went to his uncle's home, Laban's home, and he fell in love with Laban's、um, daughter, which was the uh, um, Jacob's cousin, right? But Laban cheated Jacob. Okay, so Jacob cheated his own brother, and Jacob received the cheating from others, his own relative. And Jacob had to serve Laban for twenty years, almost for nothing. Okay, so you can see the cunning,、uh, cheating, or lie brings another lie. Okay, so if you if you are lying, you have to be very careful. You will receive the lie from other people. Okay, if you sin against somebody else, somebody else can sin against you. The sin has that impact. Okay, so we have to, we should not take sin lightly. So many people in the world they think, oh, everyone sins. So what's the big deal? It is a big deal. Even one tiny sin can lead you to hell. Even even if you tell a lie once in your whole life, that little lie will lead you to hell. Okay, sin is that serious. Now Jacob was definitely a sinner because he deceived his own brother, and then he received that deception、uh, back from. His own relative. So,、um, after twenty years of serving Jacob, oh, Jacob left Laban's home with his wives. Okay, but the problem did not stop there. Jacob's lives revolved around so many family issues. Now, Jacob had twelve sons, and you know that one of them is Joseph. But look at what happened to Joseph. You know, the twelve, eleven brothers hated、uh, Joseph, and then the Joseph was sold to Egyptians to Egyptian slavery. Okay, but they, their sons, lied to Jacob and said, "Oh, your son is dead," and that deeply wounded, deeply hurt Jacob's heart. You see that his. Lies brought another lies, and also Jacob's daughter Dina, she was raped. So her his life, Jacob's life, was very very hard. 
Genesis 28, 33 and 4. God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you that you may become a company of peoples. May he give the blessing of Abraham to you and to your offspring with you that you may take possession of the land of your sojournings that God gave to Abraham. So this is Isaac's blessing to Jacob. I mean, Jacob didn't do anything good at this moment, but Isaac blessed Jacob no matter what. Now, Abraham, God blessed Abraham first, and then that Abraham's blessing was uh, inherited to Isaac. And Isaac is passing that blessing unto uh, Jacob right here. Then you, you look at the next part, which is verses 13 through 15. You see God appeared to Jacob. And then God blessed Jacob here. It says, And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and your offspring shall all the... Families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. This is God's word. This is God's blessing. And look at this promise. Look at this blessing very carefully. Doesn't it look like blessing to promise to Abraham? Right? And then Abraham's blessing is continued to uh, Jacob, Jacob, as you can see. Now look at uh, verse 13 again. Behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, the God of the truth. God has been truthful. God has been uh, faithful to Abraham and Isaac. But this truthful God, the faithful God, appeared to this lie, Jacob, who was a liar, the cunning Jacob. Now, we are all living in deception, right? Satan, according to John 8, 44, Satan is the father of lie. And even Genesis chapter 3, we see Satan disguised himself and he deceived Adam and Eve. And that's how they uh, took the took from the tree of knowledge and evil. And that's how the sin began. So the world, the, all the problems that we see started with this deception. So we're not immune to that, although Jacob really showed a cheating in his life. But even if you are not cheating somebody right now, even if you are not lying right now, but you know, we know that the world is full of deception. We saw it so many times, even the medias and how they portray it is so cunning, right? They're trying to get more money from us. They're trying to suck out of us, right? Rather than uh, giving us, uh, blessing us. So we see that our life is uh, full of deception. However, we should not be there forever. Now, Jacob was running away from his uh, own brother because he cheated. However, the God who is the truth appeared to him and God who is perfectly righteous blessed this sinner, Jacob. And that is something that I experienced as well. I struggle so much 
because of my sin in 1999 and 2000. That's where the I, the most difficult time in my life, I went through so much of a rock bottom in my life. And whenever I read the Bible, everything was pinpointing to me and accusing me as a sinner. I could not even go outside because I felt so shame, shamed about myself. And that's how I felt. But one day in September 2000, and Jesus forgave my sin through Hebrews chapter 10, 10, Jesus' death once for all, the forgiveness of my sin was greater than my sin itself. Jesus' blood is more powerful than the power of my sin and death. So Jesus overcame my problem, my sins. So that's how I became saved. That's how I became forgiven. And that's how I received this blessing from God as well. I didn't do anything right then, but God just appeared to me by His sovereign grace. He blessed me. God truly blessed Jacob. Look at how God blessed Jacob. Genesis 50:20. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Now, what does this mean? This is, writ uh, this is spoken by Joseph, Jacob's son. And as I told you earlier, Joseph was sold as a slave. And you know Jacob's heart was torn because he thought that his own son died brutally, right? So it must be a very, very deep pain in his life. But years after, uh, many years later, you know, there was a big problem, famine problem. But God blessed Joseph in Egypt and Joseph became a prime minister of that country. And uh, uh, there's Joseph, Jacob's sons and Jacob had a famine issue as well. So they had to come to Egypt to get some food. And there they met together. And you know that a really famous story of family reconciliation and, and all but later, uh, Joseph, this is what Joseph said. You, my brothers, you cheated me. You sold me. You did evil to me. But God turned that around. And God made me a prime minister for the time such as this to save people out of famine. You know, and not just that, Jacob and Joseph met together. And Joseph, I mean, Jacob thought he lost his son, but he is looking at his son in person right in front of his own eyes. How wonderful time that would be. Okay, so God, not just that God blessed Jacob material-wise and uh, so many things uh, became a blessing to him as well. So we can see that God, although uh, Joseph, Jacob was a problematic person, in many different ways, but God remembered his promise and God blessed Jacob in a powerful way. And not just that, God blessed Jacob and Joseph and his family to be the blessing for other people so that other people were blessed as well. They were saved out of famine. So this is the wonderful, wonderful example of how God uses us and how God loves sinners and pours out his grace upon those people and change them into blessing. So even though Jacob's life was uh, all about cunning and curse, but God changed it into truth and 
blessing. Now, the ultimate example is in Christ Jesus. He is perfect. He did not lie at all. He is the truth, way, and life, according to John 14, 6. But people lied against him. People just could not accept Jesus as the Son of God. They could not just accept Jesus as the only way, the Messiah. So they called Jesus as blasphemer and liar and a heretic leader. Okay, so that's why they put Jesus on the cross, okay, because they thought Jesus was a liar, although he is the truth. And then Jesus was hung on the tree according to the Old Testament law, according to the Old Testament. You know, whoever hung on the tree is cursed. So that Jesus was showing that he was cursed and he was called cunning. However, Jesus died on the cross. He rose again from the dead and he conquered this all the problem of cunning and curse through his resurrection. He conquered the sin and death. He conquered the mighty power of deceptive Satan by his mightier power that he is the mighty king and he is the king of kings and lord of lords. So just like we saw in Genesis chapter 50, 20, that you meant evil for me, but God turned around to good. We can see that God is greater than evil and that is same here in Christ Jesus who conquered the death he showed that he is God is mightier than evil evil is overwhelmed evil is overcome by God God himself so this is the good news this is the gospel message that I wanted to really emphasize today now we are living in the world of evil and in our life, but not just in the TV or Facebook, but we see it in our home as well. Is your home peaceful? Is your family peaceful? It, 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 among your siblings, among uh, parents and children, do, is every day perfect? Probably not. That's not the case. We see the evil that's happening in our very home sometimes, or even many times, or even every day. How, however, we need to remember that God is greater than evil and this evil that we have can be overcome because he already won he already overcame it so what we need to do is we need to go to the lord and depend on him and overcome all the evils that we have by his power and grace i mean we cannot overcome it with our own power there's no way to do that I mean, Jacob was a grandson of Abraham, but he was in the evil himself. I mean, he himself was cunning, right? He could not overcome his own deceptive spirit. He could not do that. Only by God's grace, he could do that. God appeared to him. God showed his grace. God gave him promise and God led him. God guided him. Over the years of his life, he experienced the mighty presence of God. That's how he overcame all those things. And that's something that we need to experience as well. So no matter what cunning situation you are going through right now, don't try to overcome it with your own power or wisdom or with your own righteousness. You cannot do that. We cannot do that. We need to experience supernatural sovereign grace of God in our lives. Just as Jacob met God on the way to, on the way from 
Esau. We need to meet God on the way so that He appears to us and He blesses us no matter who we are. And He changes us and transforms us. And He changes our cunning to truth. He changes our curse to blessing by His power. So let's pray together that the Lord will lead us and guide us. And also want to encourage you to go deeper into God's Word. God's Word is true. So go to the truth that leads to true blessing. Do not pay attention to all the cunning things in the world. I mean, when you wake up, what do you watch the first? Do you watch, do you scroll through the, uh, your phone to look at the latest news or some fun YouTube videos? I mean, those are, so, those are everywhere and that distracts us from the truth. We have to be very careful. All, do not pay attention to all those cunning events and news. Pay attention to the Word of God, which is perfectly true. Go to the Bible. Go to the Word of God first and pray that the Lord will lead you to truth each day. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth of God will set you free from all the curses that you see in the world. And that will lead you to the true blessing. So start with God's Word and pray and experience the wonderful blessing from the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that your word is true. And then you are leading us to the true blessing. But Father, we also want to confess to you that just like Jacob, we're not perfect and we're living in the world of cunning, deception. And we, we many times also deceive ourselves and deceive others. Father, please forgive us. And Father, please uh, lead us to the truth so that we can truly experience your blessing and we can also be the blessing to others so that uh, they will also know the truth, so that they will be also free from all the cunning and curse, but they will come to the true blessing that is only in you. Father, we thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I prayed. Amen.